I see it as a, it's a sun inside of you that's slowly getting more bright, right? Mm. Because let me be very clear with my words. Again, going back to what I said before, you are not gaining something here. You are awakening a truth that's been there the whole time, right? Whether that truth is I am loved, whether that truth is I am worthy, whether that truth is I am powerful, whether that truth is, you know, I deserve abundance, right? Whatever it is, all in my experience, all of those things are your innate birthrights. But based off our experience, our human experience, and these traumas and these pains and these challenges, these layers, right, they stack up on that on that truth. But so an analogy you could use is that every single day as you do these exercises, you're allowing that 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 sun and its and its light to embody through you more 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 fluently. Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Before we continue this beautiful chat today, wonderful souls, I need to jump in here to share something really exciting. If you've been following these episodes or you've been following me on social media, you know that I am in the process of releasing my first book, Your Cosmic Love Antenna, Define, Embody, and Emit Your Unique Frequency of Love. And at the time of this episode release, pre-orders are now open. If you have been pulled to this show, if you're looking to understand the what, the how, and the why of love, if you're looking to apply some of the tools connected to your chakras in a child, releasing religious trauma, ancestral healing, emotional release, and so much more, then this beautiful expression from my heart to yours is for you. If you are looking to channel more of your unique gifts and the divine frequency that you are, these pages will open all of this up. And if you're interested, all you need to do is go to cosmicloveantenna.com. That's cosmicloveantenna.com. And you can pre-order this book right now. If you pre-order, click on that link, put in your email. You're going to get access to some special gifts that I'm only offering to those who get in before I release it fully. These gifts are going to be some more channeled meditations, activations, and some other surprises from my heart to yours. So head over to CosmicLoveAntenna.com, pre-order this beautiful expression. And I can't wait to hear how it shifts your life. If you're listening to this after pre-order sales, that same link can be also used to go to the direct purchase link. Sending love, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode today. Good evening, morning, afternoon, powerful mystical beings. You're back here on the show and you found yourself in a special rebroadcast episode where I, your host Harrison, was interviewed and had a beautiful conversation on another show. The beautiful show that I had the pleasure to spend a bit of time on was the Happiness Solved podcast with the beautiful Sandy Scarlata. I'd recommend you go listen to her beautiful platform and everything she's doing over there. But before you do, check out this episode to feel in, tune in to the topic we discussed and dived deeply into today. We talked about all things overcoming emotional baggage, which I know if you've listened to this show, listened to my voice, 
is really a big theme of a lot of the things I do here on the Cosmic Love Antenna. So get comfortable, drop into your hearts, and enjoy. Hello, my amazing friend, Harrison. So great to see you. Good morning, because I know you said you're just waking up. So thank you so much for being with me today. <laughs> uh, it's a pleasure, Sandy. I was, as I was doing my morning routine, I was, I had you in my mind's eye. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't wait to hold space with this beautiful woman again. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Now tell everybody where you're from. Uh, if it wasn't obvious by the, by the lovely accent, I'm from Australia. I, I live down under on the East coast. Mm, love it. And as I told you the last time I spoke on your podcast at one of these years, I will be coming to Australia to see the U S or the Australian open. And I yep. will make sure to get together with you. And uh, I'm on the, yeah. I'm on the road. I'm on the road. We'll, we'll, we'll set it up. And it's, it's interesting because the, the Australian opens down, down south in the Melbourne area, and I'm up, I'm up north. But that road trip from where I am down to Melbourne is really lovely. So we'll make and it happen. Let me guess: how many hours is it? Is it a long trip? <sighs> I'd say just over a day. Twenty. Oh gosh. Over hours. Yeah. You know, and I feel like like we know that obviously in the United States, it's a big country. But sometimes you go somewhere. Like my husband and I recently visited Napa, California, on a vacation. And we have friends that live in California and we're like, Hey, you know, we're in Napa. Can you guys, you know, meet us? Um, we're, we're trying to figure it out. And then I was like, wait, I forget. Where do you live? And they're like, Oh, about seven hours from there. And I'm like, Oh my God, no, don't. <laughs> well, as don't Sandy, bother. It's okay. We'll see each other another time. You're like, you know, <laughs> I think, I think a big part of that, and maybe you can relate to this, you know, I, uh, in this sort of health realm and even like mental, emotional and spiritual health realm, we spend so much time not really looking at physical distance, right? We know that, you know, we're on the other side of the world to each other, but we feel each other as almost as if we're in the same room. Yeah. So when yeah. those, phys those actual physical distance come in, we're like, oh, that, that is a thing still. <laughs> well, because I have to laugh at myself because when you think about it, it's like, oh, you're from Australia? I know somebody from Australia. Their name is this. And, and you're yeah. like, yeah, you must yeah, know them. Yeah, yeah you, you must because you're from Australia. So you must yeah. know them. Yeah. <laughs> I know the, the joys of, uh, wow. Okay. So Harrison, I love hearing people's story. And mm. when I was on your podcast, we really only talked about me, mostly me. Thank you very much. So this is all about you today. So tell me your story. How did you get to be this, the beautiful light worker that you are? Well, Sandy, just to throw you some love, I could, I could listen to your beautiful voice all day too, my friend. So it's, I know it's a podcast thing to say, but it's such a pleasure to hear you speak. So all good. We could do more episodes hearing about your story, but about me, <laughs> I, so I, I spend a lot of time currently in this, in my, at my current age, in this current point in my journey, I spend a lot of time doing a lot of healing work across mostly emotional and spiritual worlds. And my story connects heavily to that. I, at a younger age, went through a bit of a uh, abrupt spiritual awakening. Before that, you know, I grew up in a pretty relatively, and I am using my fingers here for the audio listeners, normal household. But that normal household left me as a young man wanting more. And I grew up in my adolescence. So going back even further, so childhood and then moving into my adolescence, I sort of stood, stepped out into the world 
I call it stepping into the externalization of the self, where I spent a lot of my time looking outside of myself for answers, right? Whether it be through beautiful traveling, whether it be through, uh, you know, dating and women, whether it be through alcohol, whether it be through drugs. At a time, these things served me, but very quickly I, I ended up hitting a wall and, you know, long story cut short, I had to go inwards and that's what led to the spiritual awakening and much of the work that I do now. Mm, I love it. So how long have you, or when did that happen? You said it was in your adolescence. So yeah, so we're talking 10 years. <laughs> yeah. So it began. You look so very the, young, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, I would say the, the beginning of the, the hero's journey for me started at, uh, you know, 17, 16, 17. And then I hit my, my dragon uh, at the age of, of 25, 24. Yeah, I was about, now. yeah, I, we have very similar, similar journeys because that's kind of when things started going downhill for me was about the same age. Um, or I gave into those impulses rather. Yeah. And then I was, I was right about the same age when I hit my wall. Yeah. I was 24 years old. Yeah. What would you do? What was that? I know we talked about it a little bit, but was um, it an inwards experience for you going inwards? Well, for me, I mean, I, I was, you know, pretty, I was abusing cocaine. Yeah. Um, I was very fortunate in that nothing horrible happened. It was just, you know, stayed out all night. Yeah. Fiance was worried. No, I'm not with another man. Okay, let me tell you, I've been doing a lot of cocaine. And and so that's kind of, you know, he he basically gave me an ultimatum. And um, so that's when my journey began. Yeah. Um, to Because when you, you know, as you, as you know, when you clear your mind of all of that and you start looking inward, that's yeah. when the true growth happens. Yeah. And I'm sure you talk about this a lot, Sandy, but just for people that maybe are new to this kind of, uh, archetype or story or journey, the fact that we share this in common, I don't think it's a, I don't think that's a coincidence, right? I think we all have this, this progression, right? It's why, it's why Joseph Campbell calls it the hero's journey because we all move through this kind of expansion. I think the question that we sh we need to ask is, are we consciously aware of it or not? Because if we're unconsciously moving through it, I think we can fall into a victim and we can feel like we're sort of being punched in the head and be, and moving through life without really taking conscious control and realizing, Oh, there's some things here that are happening for me instead. Yeah, that's right. And that's, and that was, took me very, a very, very long time to really grasp. And that's okay for, for listeners out there that, that can't see a situation in your life the way you just described it, which is, you know, it didn't happen to me. It happened for me. Yeah. It can take time. And so if you're not there yet, it's okay. Cause you will get there at some point. It just, yeah. it, it takes time and you'll get there yeah. when you're supposed to get there yeah. is, is really, you know, you can't force it. Um, cause that, that wouldn't brings, be a good idea either. <laughs> yeah. And, and just that brings in the spiritual lens, Sandy, that brings in, you know, the more, more work I do around this, both on myself and with people I get to support, the more that I realize that yes, there are similar themes that connect us, that, that, that 
sort of bring us together in relationships and help us relate to other people. At the same time, we also have a unique soul, right? We have a unique soul that has a unique blueprint that it may take, you know, 15 years, it may take 30 years, it may take 40 years, but that's okay because that's your unique blueprint, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And at, at the same time, to be able to get to that point, you have to peel a lot of layers off, oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 that can take can take a lot of time, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm actually, I just pulled up your bio and I was just... You, and I see that your mission, my mission is pulling back the layers of yeah, the onion, restricting health, alignment, and love. <laughs> got it. <You> got it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so let's dive in a little bit more about that. Yeah. Um, so when you're, when you're working with somebody and you need, you know, walk me through how you do that to help people pull those layers back so yeah. that they can bring more health and, and alignment and love yeah. back into their reality. Yeah. So it's funny. I was having a conversation about this yesterday with a, a beautiful uh, podcast listener of my show, and she was commenting about uh, at the start of my show. I I, I always I set, that's my tagline, right? The pulling back the layers, restricting health, alignment, and love. And she she messaged me and said, "You should have a T-shirt. This is a this is a really good tagline. If this is not your why, it should be." And I was like, "Yeah, yes, very very much is my why." And I think a big part of it for me is. The more work that I've done with other people, the more I realized I'm not giving them anything. I'm not, when someone comes to me for healing or coaching or support or, you know, coming back to those inner spaces, that alignment, that love, that health, every single time it's a deeper realization that my role is to be a beautiful mirror. My role is to be in the best way possible, a smudge free mirror that reflects back to them the truth that's been inside them the whole time. But unfortunately, most of us have, as, as you've said, with this bio outline, that truth is there, but there are a lot of layers of disconnection on top that make us feel unworthy, that make us feel broken, that make us feel traumatized, that make us feel disconnected. So to answer your question, I think the first place to start is really having that conversation with people. And even if they don't intellectually understand it or feel it in their body, it's really setting that framework going forward, right? Because if we live in a world and I, you know, I've grown up moving out of this mindset where it's so easy for us to put our power outside of ourselves, right? To think that that doctor, that coach, that practitioner, that therapist is, we become codependent with them, right? And this is me not saying that we don't need support, but we need to realize that the power is inside of us. And it's always a remembering, not a gaining. So I think that's step number one. And then we sort of get more specific from there. Nice. Yeah, I love that. I love that because, I mean, really, that's anything that we do. It's a choice that we make and it has to come from within. And that includes, you know, peeling those layers back. Yeah. And while having a coach or a therapist is so valuable because you have somebody to, to bounce, to, to verbalize it, right? Cause you need yep. to it's verbalizing that. Yep. Yeah. Just, you don't want to be codependent because no. it, at the end of the day, it has to come from you. Yeah. And you know, after that sort of first step is taken that, that you, you understand that framework. The next step is you, 
right? Because we can understand something, and this is where sort of you bring in the masculine and feminine energies that we are, right? I can, from a sort of feminine energy, understand what you just said or what Harrison said, right? I can understand that the power is inside of me and that I, I am the solution and I need to do the self-love, self-caring work. But if I then don't take action to implement that more in my life, it's going to stay as a, as a concept. It's not going to, it's not going to embody itself through me. So just for people listening, step one is the awareness, but step two is taking action, right? Taking action and doing the thing that is needed. So for me, for example, I spend a lot of time talking about the inner child, right? And the inner child, I think is a very actionable thing that people can start doing to, to make steps back into this space of inner connection, because a lot of us are disconnected from our inner child. A lot of us are disconnected from that, that beautiful little being that, in, that is inside of us, that is an embodiment of creation, an embodiment of play, an embodiment of pleasure, and all of these wonderful things. Yeah. So, so let's go back to the inner child. What can you give somebody? Because you just said, you know, yeah. you can start working on that. Can you give someone an example of, of something that they can do on a daily basis to get back in touch with that? Yeah. So, a big one that I use a lot, a practical tool that is has different, different definitely different layers of um, what I want to say, release that occur. So, as I'm about to share this, I would I just want to put this disclaimer for people listening: take this slowly, and if you need help with this, reach out to someone. But a big practical tip that you can start to do to connect to the inner child is a love letter, a love letter to yourself, mm. and it's writing. Many of us, myself included, have been through trauma in our childhood, right? And that trauma is, is part of those layers that restrict that light and that truth from our power from being shared with the world, right? So one of the things we can do is we can start, a write, we can start to write a love letter to that beautiful little inner child. And the goal is to not re-traumatize and not go back and relive that event. It's to actually release both the suppressed emotion and rewrite the stories and the beliefs that we created around that traumatic event, right? Because many of us, when we experience uh, a painful event like this, it's often not the event itself that causes the prolonged disconnection or the prolonged pain. It's either A, the suppressed emotion around it, or B, the negative story that we've created, right? So exactly. if, I've, if I've been abandoned as a child by one of my caregivers, Right. There's most likely I've created a story that I'm not valuable, that I just that I I should not be seen, right? That people don't care for me. Whenever I'm, you know, whenever I step out into the into the world, right, I'm going to be left alone again. So, with this practical tip here, just to answer your question, the letter can now be a a vehicle and a vector to start to rewrite these stories and release the emotion around it. To go back to your example, you were abandoned as, as a child yeah. and for somebody that's going to write a letter. So let me just make sure I, I just want to, I want to elaborate on it a little bit Please. to make sure that people Please. understand that because yes, when, when you're abandoned like that, if, if, if that were to happen, we're just using this as an example, yep. you're going to be like, yeah, I'm not worthy. Um, I don't matter, you know, 
fill in the blanks. So when 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 you're talking about rewriting a story and writing a letter, yep. you rewriting the story would be, yes, this happened, and I am still loved, yep. and I am worthy. Yeah. And and this is about that person, not me. Yeah. It had nothing to do with yep. me. And that's what the rewriting of the story does. So yep. that you're because you you know, unless you confronted this person, you don't really know why they left you, right? Because yep. chances are not gonna say, you know what, I didn't like you as a little boy, and so I just <laughs> wanted to leave you. No, no, right? Yeah. That's not what happened. So rewriting that story is giving your in your mind. You know, you're going to look back and be like, yeah, it's okay. It was okay. Yes, it hurt. Yes, it still happened. It's just now I'm going to look at the situation with love and know that I'm still okay, even though that did happen to me. Yeah. You nailed it, right? And what I would would add to that is, you know, going back to the other person, what that allows you to do is to lean into forgiveness. Yes. It's, it's forgiveness is such a big part of inner child healing and, and emotional work in general, right? Especially around inner child healing, it starts to help you realize one, we're not detaching from any responsibility that they, they need to take for their actions. But we are seeing that, again, the healing begins with us, right? If we're constantly attached to the person that was involved in the incident, then we're stopping ourselves from healing. Right, we're, st- we're, st- we're staying in that victim archetype and there's no judgment just for people out there that if you, you're finding yourself in this, but what I'm telling you as someone who has been in this archetype, you can't heal right? because you're constantly, again, looking outside of yourself for, the, for that thing to change and you have to realize that it's not going to change unless you go back inside. So it's, it's releasing attachment to the external, forgiving yourself right, and stepping into the healing power that you deserve. Mm, wow, so beautifully said. So beautifully said. So, so with this letter, someone's going to write a letter. How often do they read that letter back? Like, is it a, is it a practice that you would say, like, you know, read this letter every day, mm. and 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 practice the forgiveness? Like, like, is there yeah. like a routine around that? So, for me, how I do this with people that come to see me is. It's very intuitive based, right? So it's going to be, it's going to depend on the person, right? So especially when you start talking about this emotional and spiritual kind of healing, we all have our own context, right? So the story that I just gave around being abandoned, I'm sure many people out there can either relate to that or maybe they have something, I'm using my fingers here, more extreme or less extreme. So and the reason I put my fingers is that we never want to compare stories, right? Our trauma, right. our pain is our pain. Right. But with that said, you know, they, they, it does impact us at an individual level based off where we are in our life, either in a more impactful way or in a less impactful way. So to answer your question, you know, you're going to know, you're going to know whether you need to, to read that letter, you know, every week, or if it's something more intense where you're going to have to really drop in every day. For example, if, if that is you, then I would actually, you could do the letter every day, but I would actually rather take a step back and replace the letter with affirmations, right? You just, yeah. you gave examples of what those affirmations can look like in the letter, but what you could do is write the letter, take out those loving affirmations of truth, the real truth of what you are. You are abundant. You are loved. You are, you are powerful. You are worthy, right? 
and put that on your mirror and put that on in your bathroom mirror. So every morning when you wake up, you're now repeating the real truth of reality. And then maybe later in the day, you do connect into that letter itself. Mm, I love that. That's really great. That's really, really great. And as with anything we're doing, whether it's you're training for to run a race or you're an, you're an athlete, you have to practice your game. Um, you're a doctor practicing medicine. You know, I always say happiness is a practice. Yeah. You have to practice happiness. You have to practice self-love. It's not something that it's not a one and done kind of thing. And self-love is, is no different, especially when we have so many, you know, negative thoughts and we're hard on ourselves. Yes. I mean, I mean, I'm a happiness coach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still hard on myself. Of course I am. We all are. And it's, yeah. it's okay. You I, know, I'll just say, I think I love the, the muscle analogy of this, but yes. I, something that, you know, as you're explaining that. Uh, another image that I got, and I think it's also connected to the fact that the sun is rising here in Australia. So I'm, the sun is hitting my face. I see it as a, it's a sun inside of you that's slowly getting more bright, right? Mm. Because let me be very clear with my words. Again, going back to what I said before, you are not gaining something here. You are awakening a truth that's been there the whole time, right? Whether that truth is I am loved, whether that truth is I am worthy, whether that truth is I am powerful, whether that truth is you know, I deserve abundance, right? Whatever the, it is, all in my experience, all of those things are your innate birthrights. But based off our experience, our human experience and these traumas and these pains and these challenges, these layers, right? They stack up on that, on that truth. But so an analogy you could use is that every single day as you do these exercises, you're allowing that, that, that sun and its, and its light to embody through you more, more, more fluently. Right. And, and so you can then not just share it with yourself, more aspects of your being, but then you can decide to share that with the world. Mm, love it. So, so just profound. This has been such a great conversation. And I wish we had hours and hours to sit here and talk, but. You got the tennis this... to go to, my friend. You got the tennis waiting for you. No. <laughs> I just like to be respectful of my listeners because, you know. <laughs> This, I, I'm not Joe Rogan. <laughs> Takes me a whole week to get through one of those podcasts. <laughs> but is there anything else? Because we, we have time, but is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you would like to share with the audience so that they yeah. know more about you? Well, I just want to say I'm grateful for you, Sandy. Thank you for bringing me into your space and your environment. And, you know, I, I truly think that we are as souls on this journey we're, we 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 run into other other souls for a reason and i'm just i'm glad that on this path on this journey i've run back into you again so i just want to say i love you my friend and thank you for having me oh. i i will just say that i'll say two things so first of all just with this whole healing conversation that we've talked about today for people listening take your time with it right don't just i would say take the action that's needed be patient and trust yourself and trust not just your thinking mind, but your intuition. So when you get a hit with someone, whether it's me, whether it's with beautiful Sandy or whoever you're connecting to, trust that intuition and take the step that is needed, but have patience, right? And have, and have, and give yourself that divine sort of love to take the step that's needed. I would say to people that are resonating with my voice and resonating with that step, 
you can reach out to me. My website is harrisonmar.com. That's Mar spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. And I'm at the moment fluctuating between both group coaching and one-on-one coaching. So just reach out to me. And if you feel the call, we can do some deeper work together. Love it. Love it. And I will make sure your website is in the show notes as well. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. This has been such a great conversation. And, and I know that there's going to be many people that heard what we had to say and are going to really, you know, it's really going to impact some lives. So thank you so much. Before I leave you today, beautiful beings, I'm so excited to share a special announcement just with you. On the 20th to the 23rd of April, 2023, I and a fellow guest of the show, the beautiful Ali Paws, will be hosting live in Tulum, Mexico, the Cosmic Heart Tour. And I have Ali here with me now in this moment. Ali, I wanted to ask you from my heart to yours, why should the beautiful souls listening come and join us in Mexico? Hmm. Well, when I hear Tulum, Mexico, well, I guess it's a yes for me, no matter what, because the re- I, I feel like a lot of us in the last, you know, it's been a couple years since we've been through this traumatic, whatever you want to call it. And also those in the Northern he- Hemisphere, particularly Canada, has really long, hardcore winters. And it can be cold and lonely. And I think where a lot of us are craving this community and this healing sacred space and travel. I haven't traveled in so long. So the fact that we met on Clubhouse like two years ago and the people listening to us in our rooms, our events have now connected with us and we have the opportunity to meet and share our gifts together in a a beautiful place in Tulum, Mexico is unbelievable to me. I'm just to the moon. So there's a lot of different reasons. Um, Those are what I'm excited about as well as being able to share what I call my medicine that has helped me, which is the yoga, the meditation, the craniosacral and our book that we're birthing. So I think there's a lot of little gifts and nuggets people can get from this experience. Um, I've been doing retreats since 2014 and this healing immersive experience is I know the power behind them. I know what goes into them. I know what people get out of them. Um, So I'm just excited for whoever's coming really. I mean, I'm excited to be actually facilitating something live because I've been doing everything online Um, And the fact that I can be with you, my dear friend, I'm ecstatic about it. So I invite you to join us in Mexico. Join us for some meditations, activations, yoga, cranial sacral therapy, a book release, a live Q&A, poetry, and so much more. These spots are going to fill up super quick because our intention is to make this exclusive and intimate. So please DM me Cosmic Heart Tour on any of my social channels. That's Cosmic Heart Tour on any of my social channels, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and we'll book in a meeting so you can join the love. I'm so excited to connect with you in the flesh. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gain value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. 
You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify star feedback. And this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.